Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Lorna Larks is back and I'm so excited. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> it's sunny outside, so I'm in a really good mood. It's oh, really God. sunny and it's actually one of those days where you're like, I don't know how to dress because I'm just going to sweat through everything. Do you have that problem? Oh, oh my God, do I have that problem? I'm always sweating. And I think as well, because I'm a fake tanner, it's even worse because then I'm like patchy, hot and bothered. And of course, John bears the brunt of that. John's my <laughs> husband, for anyone listening. I will mention him, I'm sure, again. But yeah, he puts up with my whinging about the heat. I think it's, a, I thought it was a northern thing, but you're not northern. So no, maybe it's just a thing. I can't, I really struggle in the heat and we've, we haven't got back to that. We, do you remember back in, I don't know, was it the end of May? We had those really scorching days or beginning of June. And I was just miserable yeah. for three days. And um, yeah, I, I just go to the cool, I go basically go to the bathroom and just sit against the tiles. <laughs> Oh no! Or stick your head in the fridge. That's a good Basically, one. and no, no, no issues with that whatsoever. Anyway, you are here this time because it's your return to the podcast to share your feel-good habits. So these are the five tips, strategies, techniques you use to stop a bad day turning into a bad week, a bad mood turning into something a little bit darker. And I'm excited to find out where we're going to begin. Yay! Oh my god, do I have to start? Go on. Oh, you could. Okay. So I think I'm going to start with something that people are probably not going to all agree with. But ever since I was a kid, people have always told me that if you're if you get up early, you wake up and you seize the day that you'll feel more productive. But actually, if I'm feeling a bit of a, in a funk or just generally not really like feeling it, sleep and staying in bed is the best cure for me. So I lean into it and I go back to bed and I just sleep and John leaves me to it he doesn't bother me uh and I just stay in bed I might watch a bit of telly I might not I might unplug my phone but yeah I don't I'm not an early bird per se early bird for me is like a stressful work day yeah a really relaxing calming day for me is staying in bed so, so are yeah. you a night owl by contrast absolutely yeah and I think that's the nature of the beast you know because that's like a social media thing isn't it that we end up being on our phones quite late. And I'm a, I'm always trying to catch up on DMs and 
at night time I find if you reply to someone they don't reply straight back because obviously they're probably asleep <laughs> so it's a strategy to kind of you know bash out a few dms and not have to get into like a full-on conversation but it's interesting I was chatting oh, yeah. to someone on the podcast the other day about this kind of type a wake up at 5 a you know Mark Wahlberg gets up at something like 3 45 a.m yeah. goes and works out and it's kind of it's kind of built into the cultural narrative isn't it that if you want to be a type a if you want to be really successful you've got to get up early you've got to get lots done before the yeah. sun uh, rises which just can be really counterproductive to some people but you are incredibly productive so yeah. you're an example of somebody who doesn't need to follow that kind of structure or aspire to be a Mark Wahlberg type I mean, and still get everything done I think that also this is a luxury of a person that doesn't have kids that doesn't have a, you know a job I work for myself so I'm leaning into these things because I can do yeah. it's an indulgent thing but obviously when I was like in my 20s and I had a proper job proper in the sense of the word, I I did feel like because I had such a routine that the days when I wasn't working, it was almost it would be rude of me not to embrace my sleep and just mm. I am I mm. like sleep. So I just kind of think, especially if you're feeling a bit low, because nothing is going to wake me out of that, but sleep and energy, it really helps me. So yeah, I'm a I do like sleep. Um and I do sleep a lot. I I always get like at least 10 hours. Oh, but like wow. I say, I go to bed late. Wow, so, that's yeah. good. I've not been I, up very long. Yeah, <laughs> I think we can <laughs> fall into this bad habit of, yeah, like you say, waking up in the morning and thinking, right, I've got to bound out of bed without checking in to see how you feel. Mm. So I mm. am more of an early bird. So I wake up early in the morning and I'll think, right, what am I capable of right now? Is it a hard workout? Is it yoga? Is it a walk? Because I like to move first thing in the morning. But there are mornings like on a Sunday, I just felt very, very tired. Like I felt quite achy. And I did, I went back to sleep because that was the right thing to do. And I think it is that it's not about being an early bird or being a night owl. I think it's about listening to your body when you wake up and then acting accordingly. Yeah, like connecting with yourself. Mm. Quite hard for people to do because we're com constantly bombarded with, like you say, get up early to be successful, eat this to be skinny, do this to feel, you know, be part of the club. And actually mm. it's just a load of old rubbish, isn't it? You just got to do what's right for you. Exactly. Or at least try. Exactly. Now, <laughs> I'm sure there are people listening to this thinking, okay, how does she get a good solid 10 hours sleep? So do you have any rituals in terms of, do you have a particular type of bed sheet that you like? Any sprays? Is there anything around your sleep that you do that actually maximizes it? I think to maximize your sleep, you need everything switched off. So we unplug, we don't um, switch the telly off. We actually unplug everything. So nothing, I got, actually, I got this off Marie Reynolds. I don't know if you know Marie Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she's treating John at the minute for psoriasis. And we were chatting. She was doing a Zoom with him and I kind of like bobbed on, say hello. And she said to him, like, you need to stop. You need to get good sleep because that's part of, you know, a trigger for psoriasis. And he was like, she was like, what, what's your last treat before bed? And he was like, oh, at the minute, it's a margarita. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, he's got like, it's a habit of making a margarita because we try not to drink as much wine. So if we have a bottle of wine to share between us every night, we don't open another bottle because we mm. can't leave it. Mm. God, I sound like an alcoholic then. So he will have, um, I'll have a squash. I like a little orange squash at night. Mm. And he will have a margarita. And I think, maybe he's using alcohol as a way to kind of because he always nods off before me but for me 
I can't drink before bed. My my mind is buzzing if I have a drink. I start getting quite emotional and I start thinking about things in the past. So I try and cut my, my alcohol down to about nine o'clock at night. And they say if I go to sleep at two, that's a few hours then, isn't it, where I'm not drinking. Um, so, yeah, we just make sure he's got his drink. Um, and also, I don't have my phone anywhere near my bed. I'm convinced that phones... You know, because like they ping up, like, you know, there's an app where you can, you can monitor your rapid eye movement on your sleep. Right. I used that for a while just so I could monitor my sleep. And then I was like, hang on, how, what is my phone doing to me to get this information? All of this like Mm -hmm. electric. So I kind of had a bit of a, 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 literally a U-turn. And now I make sure that all our phones and stuff, they are in the room, but they're not like anywhere near the bed. Like we put them in the corner of the room. But yeah, I don't have any like luxury bedding. I probably should do, given the job I do. I'm sure I've been offered it before, but I can't be bothered. You know, I'm, you just have you set and you get happy with it. I've got to tell you, last year I, you, I think, is it Hush? Yes, I will. I had theirs for the heart first time. It's not Hush. I'll remember the name of it in a second. And then recently I got sent very kindly some silk bedding. Oh my God, Lorna! I think it's Mella, M-E-L-A. Yeah. Oh my actual goodness genuinely <laughs> it's so it wonderful changer? it's an absolute game changer genuinely and I quite like I don't know about you I quite like a little nest like I have I'm I sort of prop myself up ever so slightly when I sleep so I have two cushions but I make them into a little v-shape and then I have another and yeah I'm now just a very pampered <laughs> silk silk bedsheet loving woman <laughs> I'd, I need to get into this. I've got, uh, actually, I did buy randomly from an Instagram ad a silk pillowcase, like mm. a pillow slip. I think I used it like once, but we've got, like, our dog sleeps at the end of our bed. So, silk, no, it's not going to work. It's going to ruin <laughs> it. He'd be like sucking on it. But yeah, I think the luxury of sleep for me is just it being quiet. So, I mm. always have earplugs in. That's an old throwback, I think, to when I was crew. Yeah. Obviously, you'd get like a break on the fly and you'd be like, right, I'll go to crew rest, have a little like 20 minutes sleep. And it was so noisy, especially on a, like a big 747, it's so noisy. So you'd whack in your earplugs and then you'd kind of nod off. So yeah, I've worn them ever since. Do you watch Below Deck? I've watched, I think I've watched the first season. Uh, it's quite extreme, isn't it? Yeah. The characters I wondered... are all a bit... Yeah. It's... Yeah, it's very. It probably is a bit like that. There was a lot of things that went on like that, but for me, below deck was more interesting than people they had on the boat. Mm-hmm. I wasn't as interested in the actual characters. Yeah, but maybe because I didn't stick with it. Maybe. But like, the, did you see the episode where they'd like found drugs or something, and they were on uh, this yes. like bougie yacht and they yeah. had to like escort them off? And I was like, oh my god, this drama! Then you think it must be set up. And this Captain Lee's just like, no, god damn it, <laughs> your your trip's over. Love Captain Lee. Oh, I know. Yeah, and they're on like this really bougie yacht. Oh God. <laughs> I know, and then get getting told off like little schoolboys. Okay, so sleep. That's a brilliant one. Thank you. What's another feel good habit for you? So about when would it have been? About three years ago, I watched an interview. It was a breakfast interview with Tony Robbins. I was on a bit of a YouTube binge, and he flicked up, and it was only like a ten minute interview, and he basically was explaining that you can prime yourself to feel good each day. So he was like, there's no excuse for you not to feel good in the day. It's your own doing. 
and he gave this technique which was a 10 minute technique which I've practiced ever since and it's kind of like three minutes of like gratitude thinking about how grateful you are for what you have three minutes thinking about your family who you love why why you love them how amazing they are to you and then the last three or four minutes you just kind of plan your day and he said you you live out the day so you can map out what you're going to do so you don't feel overwhelmed when you get to it I tell you what it's belting <laughs> anyone that's listened to this just give it one try lie in bed you don't have to get out of bed sometimes I do it in the shower but most times I do it before I get up and it really gets me in a good place because I think well you know I've got lots to be grateful for because we forget don't we we forget all the nice things because we're not taught about thinking about the good are we We're more ingrained to watch the news and think about bad things Mm. so just getting in that mindset of like right this is you know I've got all this going on this is great you know I've got John I've got my mom my best mate blah 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 blah. and then literally living out my day it totally takes away the pressure because I think well I've done this once today I can do it again and it changed I think it changed my life I think I've spoken about this once before but maybe not as in detail um but it changed my life I'll send you the link to the video that he did please do I'd love to see I've got a lot of time for him yeah the way he talks is quite kind of I don't know he just puts you in a good place doesn't it? I really quite like him I discovered him from Shallow How yes. I'm admitting this yeah. <laughs> and then probably not his defining moment in his career but ever since then I've just always kind of kept an eye on him but yeah that that really did change the way I kind of do life. Have you watched the documentary on Netflix, I Am Not Your Guru? No, what's that? Is that him? Oh, Lorna. I w- if Did I didn't have you didn't have three more habits, I would tell you to stop what you're doing <laughs> and go and watch it immediately. <laughs> um, it's following, he does this, I forget the name of it now, but he does a big, uh, it's a conference. It's a, you basically go along and I think it's three or five days and it's for people people apply essentially it costs a lot of money but it's trying it's transformational and the I am not your guru documentary follows the process what it's like the experiences that people have in there it's it's absolutely oh, wow. it's a real game changer in terms of just kind of understanding he ca- how he works because he does kind of check take people and fix them doesn't he and I think um doesn't he get people to like run through fire coals or something yeah and he's doing that online through a fire pit so so he was doing it in in person events but apparently I was chatting to someone the other day who says yeah he's doing that online now but yeah it's um what is it awake the giant within or something and it's yeah the final thing is that you walk across hot coals wow Mm -hmm. yeah I'm not sure I could do that I mean, I don't like the heat, so that's my excuse. <laughs> Not in your new shoes. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. We need to talk about those new shoes, maybe after the after this. Yeah, they're Love very nice. Shoes. Tony Robbins is really fascinating, I think. And I he's also kind of that first, for a lot of people, he's that entry point into that kind of personal development. Um, but he is, Definitely. it's fine. He, he's one of those people that you can watch one of his videos and it can be 10 minutes long, if that, and it changes something fundamentally moving forward. It's really powerful. Yeah, he's great. Right, I'll start, I'll, don't let me forget to not send you that link. It's brilliant, <laughs> really quick, concise, straight to the point. But I, if ever I'm a bit flaky, I just look for him now, look for a little interview with him. Oh, good stuff. All right, okay, where are we going for number three? Probably number three is food mm. because, you know, I've spoken to you at length about this and that I kind of deprive myself eating whatsoever. So 
for most of my 20s. And I'm in my 30s now, 40 is on the horizon. And I've finally started to get a good balance of what I, you know, what makes me feel good. So for me, especially because we just got back from Santorini, actually, I like a routine. And obviously, when you're away on a trip, there's no routine, is there? Mm. So the first thing I do when I get back is I, well, we ordered a big, big shop. We did a big shop online and it arrived the night we got here. Uh, and it was all the things that make me feel good. So lots of protein, very little carbs. I think I got one loaf of bread, but apart from that, no real carbs. Uh, I don't really eat very much dairy anymore. And I just try and eat as often as I want, but everything is unprocessed. And that yeah. makes me feel great. Like a mm-hmm. week of just unprocessed. So like I had boiled eggs for breakfast. I'm going to have a plate of probably chicken and salad, no dressings or anything for lunch. Now, this sounds really boring to people. They're probably thinking, oh, my God, she's one of those healthy people. But I'm actually not. It's just that getting me back into uh, my body feeling fueled but not lethargic, I find if I cut out all the crap, I've just immediately got a bit of energy. And it only takes me a week, and then I can crack on back into my pasta and, and whatever else. But that first week back from a trip, I'm just like pure proteins and a little bit of fruit and loads of water. So we're in day three at the minute and I'm not feeling hungry either, which is crazy because I've, I've gone from eating like, you know, satsiki for breakfast <laughs> and then a big old whacking salad and a bottle of wine for lunch and then going out for like a gyro and all the kind of beautiful Greek food. Mm. I thought oh, I'm going to get back and really struggle with just only eating plain food. But actually it's working out quite nicely. And it, I'm sleeping just... better, I feel better. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I definitely, I intermittent fast, not for any other reason particularly, but it helps me sleep. I'm not a great sleeper, but if I do that fasting, then I just do sleep a lot better. And I'm like you, I'm, I don't avoid carbs because I'm trying to lose weight. I avoid carbs because they really make me sleepy. Yeah, they do. And also for me as well, it's just hassle of make, prepping them. Mm-hmm. Because I'm quite lazy. Fundamentally, I'm quite a lazy. For someone that is productive, I am quite a lazy person. So I always want the quick, which is why I would always in the past jump for, you know, a sandwich or something that's quick. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You made. Yeah. So now we just will like roast the chicken the night before and then it's in the fridge and I can just pick at it. Yeah. And through, I'll tell you who gave me a good tip. I was watching, it was a reel that Callie Thorpe did and she showed about how she prepped all her fruit and veg. I thought, wow, that's pretty like over the top. And then I started doing it. Well, it's changed everything because it's so much easier. Who knew that you should wash your fruit and veg and put it in the fridge so it was all ready to eat? I just normally was you know prepping as I went mm. it's such a time saver and now I've got John into the habit of doing it so I don't even have to prep it he's got into the habit of washing it all but she put it all in little bowls and little like tubs so it was just all there ready to reach out to and that oh. stops me from you know in the end just getting fed up and you know ordering a takeaway and whatnot I'm gonna have to watch that because I watched a video the other day and it was someone doing seven days of meal prep and they had 
their fridge just looked so perfect because it was all Tupperware on top of each other and it was all colour coded and I thought I want a bit of that yeah I think that is like an extreme isn't it when you've prepped all because for me as well I don't like to be I've had a massive issue throughout my whole life about being in control Mm. I like to feel in control so anything where all my meals are planned out a week in advance I think that would freak me out Mm. because I'd have to be like no I need to rebel against this I need to take charge yeah so there's a real fine line going on here I'm probably not the best example, but anyway, but yeah, the Cali, the Cali reel really set me up in the right direction. Oh yeah, I have to I find the link lot. to that. I'll, I have to find the link to that and share that in the show notes. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, number four, probably my dog. I'm snuggling my dog. I get a lot of um, what's the word? Com- uh, contentment from my dog because he's been with me he's 50 I thought he was 13 but we did the we looked at an old photo on Facebook of when we first met him and I was like yeah, he's 15 uh, and he's getting really old and he's blind I think he's getting a bit deaf people on Instagram keep messaging me telling me he's gone senile and I should put him down but I'm like no he's absolutely fine he's happy he's really happy his tail's wagging he gets so many snuggles my mum loves him as well so we share kind of ownership of him now because when I'm traveling mum's like and he's just he gives these real sent moments of just calm because when I'm snuggling the dog I can't really be doing anything else I can't be on the phone because I can't hold my phone and hold him Mm. and I just get a real sense of in the in it makes me present which not very many things do and that sounds really rude even when I'm with friends my, my best mate will ring me she lives in Amsterdam and she'll be on the phone. I'll probably be on my other phone, like replying to DMs or like, is that terrible? I, I just, I'm not a very present person. I'm always trying to juggle a few things. And my dog is the only thing that makes me just think dog, and, like stroking him and making him happy. So yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do actually when he goes. I think that's going to be a bit of a, a monumental catastrophe for me because I think John as well is very connected to him. We've had him in our whole relationship so he kind of is like the bookmark of our life he's been through it all you've not got you've got a dog or a cat Mm -mm. do you know what no I haven't I would love them but actually I know that when I was growing up I had a rabbit and my rabbit didn't last very long um Mm. because he got myxomatosis but I know that my my dad especially was always really reluctant to get a pet because he didn't want us to go through losing them (laughs) which because it was good in a way it's a good lesson exactly and when my rabbit died I was absolutely heartbroken I was and I was like that was the best rabbit that ever lived Harvey forever (laughs) Mm, I know because rabbits are quite they're quite a good entry-level animal aren't they because they're like in their little hutch I know that my mum I had a I had a rabbit and my mum couldn't be bothered to clean it so she told me it died but actually she gave it away to the neighbour I was so. And I remember we got drunk and she touched and missed it yeah I mean you get obsessed don't you because you're a kid so it's like a doll exactly I was I was so obsessed that I just spent so much time with him that he was almost like he was almost like puppy like so he came in the house we taught him how to use a litter tray and he was very he was just very chill and sort of very he was very very sweet little animal sweet little thing are you thinking that if you did get another animal would it be a rabbit or would it be something more I would love a dog. I would love cats. Eventually, yeah. Eventually. Once once I'm living somewhere where I where but I'm a bit like you, like obviously no one's really travelled, but I do sort of at the drop of a hat decide to do something. And the second you get a dog, you have to have a network in place, yeah. don't you, who can take care of them for if you're 
out for dinner and they get fed and things like that. So it is going to happen, but it's not in the short term. Yeah, it's so true as well, because you have mates say, oh, I'll look after it. I'll have him. But like, will they ever actually have him? <laughs> like, probably not. Yeah, I agree. If it wasn't for my mum, it would have been a big troll for me to grow my business the way I have, because I just wouldn't have been able to go anywhere. Yeah. So she's kind of been really important in that sense. If she's listening to this, she'll really appreciate me saying that. Thanks, yeah, Mama Lux. She's great. Yeah, thanks, Mom. Love you. <laughs> um, okay, um, let's begin our descent to use, to use some yes. uh, <laughs> air lingo. Let's begin our descent towards our landing with um, habit number five. So probably for me, it's got to be skin and hair care. Mm. Care of my body whatever that looks like and I don't mean like full-on masks massages and all that jazz just something that I've done for myself that it was a little bit of a five minute me time my yeah. little what did I do this morning so I did a bitsy jelly hair mask that kind of gets rid of all the pollution in your hair because obviously I've been mm-hmm. swimming in the sea and I'm not really like scrubbed at myself so I've like really like scrubbed all my fake tan off which is why I've got a very patchy chest <laughs> just feeling like you're really doing something for you and no one else is really involved mm. might put a bit of music on bit of you know funky house or something <laughs> and I just kind of get into my own little zone and before I know it it can be like two hours have gone by but it started as like a five minute quick job I don't rush it I just kind of chill out and enjoy it which I never did I never really got into skincare till my 30s in my 20s I couldn't care I thought the idea of spending loads of money on anything other than an outfit to go out in mm. was just nonsense and yet now I'm like the opposite I love it I spend like I'll buy I just buy stuff randomly you know like you'll see someone on Instagram talking about some random face oh I need, I need that I'm gonna have to get that <laughs> it's the Instagram shelves ads. Shelves of stuff. It's it the is, oh, Instagram ads are a nightmare yeah I, I know like what's that about what's that about all these mists I have to miss my face now before each stage of my skincare routine. Where's that come from? Yeah, yeah. I know exactly the same. Some, sometimes I'd have to message Caroline Hirons and be like, do I need this? And then I'll and, just... And nine times out of ten, she will say, no. She'll no, just send back a picture. She just sends back a selfie of her with a raised eyebrow. And I'm like, understood. I apologise for disturbing yeah. you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Actually, you um, you talked about the vitamin C jelly mask. I've actually, that's on my list of things to use because you and I have both uh, gone down mm. the road of seeing a trichologist and we're both at Philip Kingsley and you've seen an impressive improvement and I have. Um, and obviously they don't know we're having this conversation or anything, but I just sort of, I just keep saying to people, God, please, if you're worried about your hair, please don't spend money on things that you see in, and I don't want to say shop names, but, you know, big chemists or supermarkets or anything, or don't go online and just buy a load of things that promise something. Please go to a trichologist. Would you echo that? Yeah, I think there's a lot of marketing at the minute that's like, you know, this shampoo is going to grow your hair back. Like anything, as Annabelle said, anything topical won't grow your hair back. If you're washing it out, it needs to be on your scalp for at least, you know, an hour or whatever. Mm. So... Yeah, I think there's a bit, I went down that route. I'm not going to name the brand, but it's quite a well-known brand. And I did buy all the crap and like, it's quite expensive after a while because it doesn't last very long. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't see anything. So it was a real, it was a trans, I think we both saw Philip Kings at the same time as well. We were were kind of both early in on the journey, but I mean, your hair looks incredible. 
I know from my own, like, before and afters that I've got so much more thickness in my could be I'm touching my hair. No, I know. But, yeah, the bit, that, honestly, get involved with that bit C jelly because my hair felt so thicker and shinier afterwards. This is not an ad, by the way. <laughs> but I, I did think anything that's going to cleanse is just going to make my hair go lank, and it did the opposite. It just kind of removed all the crap out of it. And I'm one of those people that does like to put product onto my hair because I've got quite frizzy hair. So when I'm styling it, I'm always putting heat protectors, sprays, and yeah. all that jazz. And it does build up. You can't get rid of it just with shampoo. So, yeah, it's almost like a detox for your hair. I do feel very, yeah, it feels good today. It's on I'm my probably not of... going to put any makeup on today either. I'm going to have like a real, you know, pure day, wandering around mean... in my robe. Do you know what? I love a day like that where you've done your skincare and then you've put on, I, there's a really brilliant mask from Origins actually, which is really quenching. And so you just walk around with full face of dewiness and yeah, <laughs> like, yes, you feel like you've had a facial the whole day because you just keep putting on yeah, you feel, moisture. You just feel amazing. It does make you feel good, doesn't it? I never realised it. It was a revelation for me. Literally in my 20s, I never, I don't even think I moisturised. I was terrible. I, I, I was convinced. I remember saying to someone, I think I said to someone once, oh, if you moisturise, then your skin gets used to it. So you need to moisturise more. So I just don't moisturise. I mean, what kind of old rubbish is that? But I'm I don't surprised. think Aaron's would approve of that. Yeah, maybe I'll cut that out for her. Um, maybe yeah. what I find, because you were doing long haul and you were doing high altitudes, like one of the things that wrecks my skin is air travel. So the fact that you were doing, you were crew and you weren't moisturising, and your skin wasn't... I was slathering on makeup, though. <laughs> like, people that wash their face on the plane, I don't get it. I don't get what you're doing. Because there's so much pollution in the plane. So what... You get on board... You'd get on board sometimes, and there'd be someone... Invariably someone that was obviously madly into their skincare. Me! It was like a, a me. Would get on board, and they would take... They'd do the whole routine, take all their makeup off. And then I'd be like, right, hang on. So now your skin is just raw, unprotected. Ugh, what have you done? So for me, I would never take my makeup off on a flight, ever. In fact, put more, make more makeup on the better and then wash it off when you get off the plane. Because I remember someone telling me this, and I, I don't think it's a myth, but do you remember in the old days you could smoke on the plane? Yeah. So like, they'd always be at the back of the plane, wouldn't they, people smoking? And because of the smoking, the, um, the amount of oxygen that they pumped into the cabin had to be a certain amount. But when they stopped people smoking they didn't have to have that quality of air because it didn't need to be recycled so often. So the air quality went down massively okay. uh, because obviously it wasn't a health issue as such. Um, and if you're on a long flight, anything over five hours, I would say, your skin will have got have been met with a lot of kind of pollutants and nastiness, basically sharing everyone else's air in the cabin. So the idea of going on there barefaced or just with a more, you know, you just put all that slap on it. That's why I quite like wearing a mask now on a plane. I think that's another good thing about mm. being on an airplane. Like, I don't think that will change now. I think we'll just have to wear masks forever on planes. Can't see that changing. No. But yeah, should... so anyway, I'm, I'm digressing. But yeah, if anyone's <laughs> no. listening that's an, an airline person, we'll probably know the answer. But I'm sure that's true. I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident. I do want to ask you, though, seeing as you're talking about that, what about people who get on and get out an anti-back wipe? And this is pre-COVID and anti-back their entire seat. Good behaviour or not no, necessary? Like, absolutely good behaviour. Like <laughs> Naomi Campbell getting on with her. Didn't she have like a hazmat suit on? Yeah, because it's disgusting. And I've seen a cleaner once. 
wipe the floor and then wipe the sink. I'm not even kidding. So the cleaners that would get on on a turnaround, they're at, they've got like three minutes to clean the aircraft. So lots of people crowd on, like probably like 50, 60 people would crowd onto the aircraft. We'd be getting off going home, so we didn't really care. But I always remember seeing that and thinking, that is disgusting. And like you'd see like a cleaner go into the oven and eat, and eat a sandwich from the oven, like a bacon roll that we'd cooked. I'd be like, oh, I can't do this. Can't do this. Because it's just, I think, I don't know if it was just like ingrained in that speed thing. But now, of course, we've just, we didn't have, you know, pre what's gone on for the last year and a half. We just really didn't worry about catching anything, did we? No. Germs and things were like, oh, it's fine. If you eat a little bit of dirt, you'll be all right. But now it's like, I think we've all got a bit, we've all turned into our mums, haven't we? And we're a bit more careful about what we touch and stuff. Yeah, which so, is yeah, really definitely no anti back. I went with anti back my handles. And the screen as well, because some you can see. I've seen people use their toes to change the channel on the oh! TV on a plane. Feet, feet, no, really? no, right, like, no. no. It's just all those things. It's not going to do it. They give you them now. So when I just flew back from Greece, they gave me an anti-back wipe as I got on. That's great. That's good. Well, these have been excellent feel-good habits and also me quizzing you about hygiene on planes, which was an unexpected turn that we took. Um, It's always a pleasure to speak to you. Thanks for your time. And um, I've loved these and I'm going to make sure I maximise my sleep a bit more. Yeah, lean into the sleep. The sleep's the best one, I think. The Mm. most important one. It's good stuff. All right. Um, Listeners, I will put the links to Lorna. So the Tony Robbins video she talked about to Callie's Real and that Netflix documentary I talked about in the show notes. But for now, thanks so much for coming back. Yay, bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.